Hello, Dan. Hello, Kevin. How are you today? I'm not happy. It's the end of my Thanksgiving break. Oh, no. Wah, wah. <laughs> so it's, so it's going to be a Monday tonight, huh? Uh, yes. Uh, hating H Mondays. H Mondays. Well, hopefully today's podcast gets you into a little better mood. Um, and not thinking about Mondays. I hope so. Oh, I, I think I think it will. I think it will. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope our listeners out there enjoy our podcast today. Um, Dan, what are we doing today? We are doing our next spotlight artist, and that would be a Mr. Brian Adams. Na 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 na. <laughs> Cutting like a knife, baby. Oh, my man, Brian Guy Adams. Ooh la la. <laughs> All right, well let's let's hear it. Ooh la la. Well, Mr. Brian Guy Adams um, celebrated a birthday a couple couple weeks ago, back at the earlier in the beginning of the month. Um, born on the fifth of November, um, he's been rocking for a long time. My goodness, he, he first started rocking out, joined his first band at age of 15. And um, his first album, he was only 20 when he released his first self-titled album. Um, but of course, as we all know, Dan, what a career Brian Adams has had. Um, not only in the 80s and the 90s, he's I mean, he's he is still he's still rocking out. It's it's un, you know, it's 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 unbelievable. Um so, you know, he, he's been, like I said, he's been rocking out since he's, since he's 15 years old. Um, again, when he was 20, his first titled album came out. Um, then he followed that one up um, back in 83 with Cuts Like a Knife. Then, of course, um, after that one, he came out with probably... Unless you want to, unless you, you would like to discuss this with me, but I would think probably his best album of the 80s, Reckless, in 1984. Mm-hmm. Yes, but let me, Mr. Mr. McCannon, I'm, su- I'm surprised. He had an album in 1981. You want it, you got it. Yes, that's correct. I, okay. I, I skipped over that. I forgot that. Okay, because that's important because I have a couple songs from that. Okay. Well, well, don't worry. We'll get we'll get we'll get to that. But reckless, yeah, I would agree. I, I reckless is just his best work. I think. Yeah. Yes. No. You know. Definitely. Definitely. Um. So you know we had we had reckless in '84. Um. He he did some other projects too with some other artists. Um. In '85, he actually worked with another. Uh, album that I really enjoy that that was Roger Daltrey's Under a Raging Moon mm. um, and again uh, Roger Daltrey came up with that album um, in, in honor of their old drum player Keith Moon and uh, he co-wrote two songs um, for that album and probably the best song from that album and oh it's just a rocking album and he does unbelievable he does such a yeah such a he's such a great guitar player he has such a great solo in this song called let me down easy and uh he did another song on that album called rebel um and again for roger daltrey let me down easy was it was a top 15 on the uh 
Billboard's mainstream rock tracks. And he just, oh my goodness, what a, you know, if you're a fan of guitar like I am, oh, Brian Adams, he just, he just rips it, he just rips it apart. Um, uh, You know, unbelievable. So, uh, uh, you know, 85, then in 87, uh, again, his last album of the 80s, Into the Fire. And then, of course, even though we're not featuring any of this, um, he just he really took off and in the night especially in the 90s which i think a lot of people listened to what he did ballad wise in the 90s and went back and listened to the stuff in the 80s and realized wow what an artist this guy is but i've been i've been following him since day one since his debut album came out and i just uh i just love i just love his stuff and i either have it's so funny i either have his music on cassette cd or now of course with you know with our with our phones uh the virtual ways of mp3 um i i'm just loaded with his stuff and it's amazing totally (laughs) totally amazing well yeah and i have to say you being a much bigger fan of his than i was um, of course, I you know enjoyed his his top forty hits from the eighties, um, but I was one of those people that enjoyed his nineties stuff, like you mentioned. And then, um, as I began to collect a lot of greatest hits packages by many eighties artists, um, I had talked to you about this a little bit. I had gotten his um, anthology as well as his ultimate, which is a collection of a lot of his hits. And I loved doing this because it allowed me to go back and revisit a lot of stuff that I was less familiar with and really enjoyed going back, listening to some of his stuff. So I really appreciate that we did this because I really enjoyed myself. So. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, you know, some other, some other interesting things about Brian Adams is I don't know if you know that he actually came up with a musical pretty woman um, that it, it debuted on Broadway in, in August of 2018 and it opened in London's West End Theater on the 13th of February, 2020, before, you know, COVID, COVID kind of shut us down. Um, so he, he wrote he wrote the musical for Pretty Woman. He wrote a musical for that. Um, he's very, very into hum, uh, uh, human, human, yeah, humanitarian work. I, I'm not I'm not speaking well today, but he does have a Brian Adams Foundation um, aims to improve the quality of people's lives around the world by providing financial grants to support specific projects um, that are committed to bettering the lives of other people. So he's he, he's very into into humanitarian projects. He's very into animal rights activism. And he's also, besides a musician, he's a very well-known photographer. Um, he, he's done he's done some he's done some unbelievable work and had some publications and actually uh, exhibits in the world of you know in the world of photography. So not only being a world famous musician, but he's pretty well known in the photography world. Um, you know, for- I knew that you reminded me of that because I did see a, a Rock Legends episode on Access TV about Brian Adams about a year or two ago. And I, now that you said that, I forgot about that. But yeah, I remember he showed off his photography and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, 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 you know, it's just, it's just amazing. Um, the things that he's done. Um, so for the women out there that are listening, um, Brian is not married, but unfortunately for those of you who are single and maybe wanted to get with Brian Adams, he is actually with his, 
former personal assistant, and now she is the trustee and co-founder um, of his namesake foundation, um, Alicia Garamaldi. Uh, they have two children together. Um, in the 90s, he was dating a Danish model, Cecilia Thompson. Um, but yeah, surprisingly, the man never married. But again, um, you know, his former assistant, his, uh, you know, his current partner right now, two kids, um, some other awards and things that he's had. He's had 20. He's been nominated 20 Juno Awards, um, 56 nominations and 15 Grammy Award nominations. Um, you know, he, he including a win for best song written specifically for a motion picture or television. He won in 1992. Um, his, his songwriting for films, he's been nominated three times for Academy Awards. Um, and five Golden Globe awards. He was a no, He was nominated for his fifth Golden Globe in 2007 um, for the songwriting for the film Bobby. Um, the song was performed by Aretha Franklin and Mary J. Blige uh, in 2008. Adams was ranked 38 on the on the list of all-time top artists in the Billboard Hot 100 50th Anniversary charts. Um, in 1990, he was awarded the Order of British Columbia um, on April. Of, 90, of 1990, he was made a member of the Order of Canada. And on May 6th of 1998, uh, he was promoted, promoted within the Order of the Rank of Officer of the Order of Canada. And he received his awards for contributions to popular and philanthropic work via his foundation, again, which helps improve education for people around the world. Um, in 2010, he received the Governor General's Performing Arts Awards for his 30 years of contribution to the arts. In January of 2010, he received the Alan Walters uh, Humanitarian Award for his part in numerous charitable concerts and ca campaigns during his career. Um, he's been included in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, Canada Walk of Fame, and the Canadian Broadcaster Hall of Fame and the commu ca uh, Canadian Music Hall of Fame. Sorry, I'm a little tongue-tied today. I'm all excited about Brian Adams. Um, he's also a recipient of the Queen's Golden Jubilee Medal in 2002 and the Queen's Diamond Jubilee Medal in 2012. So, oh, what a, what a, I mean, what a span of not only just being a great rock and roll, but uh, to me, just a fantastic human being and, and just a, an amazing, an amazing talent. Amazing. Oh, totally agree. Yep. <clears throat> so, so excited to see where we're ranking her song, his songs. Awesome. All right. So, how do you want to start here? Do you want to go? Do you want me to go? What do you want to do? Go ahead. You call. <laughs> it, it's your man, so you you decide. All right. I'm gonna let you go first. Okay. All right. So we are gonna count down our top twenty. Brian Adams songs of the eighties. And again, ladies and gentlemen, this probably could have been our top 50 because there was just so many. I, I mean, for me anyway, there was just so many that I, I could have chosen from to, to, to throw in a list. So. Sure. But I'm going to make it a little more difficult. You have to give us your top 20. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to start. All right. So coming in at my number 20, um, I had mentioned this earlier, his second album, um, You Want It, You Got It, from 1981, and I chose this song. <laughs> 
and that was fits you good he often does play that in his concerts and it's included on some of his um like compilation packages like i said it was from 1981 do you want it you got it um and i really like that song fits you good that's my number 20 awesome well i'm gonna start out too from the album you want it you got it and um and again i apologize at the beginning of the show that i completely just passed that one over um but um this song from you want it you got it this is what got this man onto the charts because of the airplay that it got um this was his quote unquote biggest or at the time his first fm hit so here's my number 20 There it is, my number 20 from You Want It, You Got It, Lonely Nights. Nice. All right. My next song um, is one of the a few of the tracks that I picked from his most recent album in the 80s, The Into the Fire. Um, and wasn't a big hit or anything, but there's just something about this song that I really, once I went back and was listening to stuff, it's like, oh, I really, really like this song. So. <laughs> That aching in his voice, that the way he like takes those lyrics sometimes and just you could just feel it in your bones when he sings it. Um, and I forgot about that song, but I really love Home Again from uh, Into the Fire. That's my number 19. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Great choice. Thanks. Great choice. All right. Well, my number 19, this comes from his um, self-titled, his first album. Uh, from 1980 when he was 20 this is Brian this is from his self-titled album Brian Adams and here's my number 19 now you know 
is, my number 19 from his self-titled album, Win Some, Lose Some. Ooh, interesting. Um, I also picked my first song from his self-titled Brian Adams' 1980 album. <clears throat> and this is also included on his um, anthology that I had mentioned earlier. <laughs> remember i like the little bit faster pace of that song um way back in the early 1980 like i said from his self-titled album so do you remember that remember yeah i do remember remember yes i do all right <laughs> absolutely so all right coming in at number 18 this going back to you want it you got it oh i totally i love this song and i i'm, I'm wondering i hope um Everybody out there, as well as you too, Dan, appreciate this song. So here's my number 18. And there it is, my number 18. That is tonight. Hmm. Yeah, I, <clears throat> if I was doing top 25 or 30, it definitely would have been in there. I remember that. I was looking at that song. Very good. Nice. It's, it's so hard to pick just the 20. It is. Oh, it is. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. I My next song, I picked a second song from his self-titled album. One that I know... Um, he has performed often before, um, and I've seen it on, on YouTube as well. And that's Hiding from Love from his self-titled Brian Adams album from 1980. That's my number 17. Awesome. All right. My number 17 uh, probably comes from one of my all-time favorite. Uh, just uh, cuts like a knife. Um, wow. The album just uh, 
blew me away when I listened to it. Um, one of my first albums on vinyl. Um, oh, I think I wore it out, but oh, oh, and you know, knowing the the sappy love guy that I am, you're gonna uh, it you're gonna understand why it made my it it made my list. I can hear it. And there's only one thing. Oh, I'm ready from Cuts Like a Knife. Oh, my goodness. Oh, just oh, what a song. Again, like I said, um, when I was younger, how things influenced me about romance and relationships. And uh, this was just one that, oh, when I heard the words and the lyrics and, and the guitar riff that would come later and just, oh, I'm ready. <laughs> And I am still ready. Oh, my Lord. And... I picked the live version ah! from the anthology, ah! that slow down version. Ah! Beautiful song. So we get <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think of that. Uh-huh. I so, did not because I'm used to the hard driving beat of when I hear. Oh, right. But that's a, that is a beautiful version. That is. Yeah. The live version that's on the anthology. And oh, my God, I adore that song as well. So I agree with you. Totally. Fan. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Wow. <laughs> All right. My number 16 is sticking with cuts like a knife. And again, oh, here's the romantic, put it on the line. Tell me how you're feeling. All kind of stuff. So, oh. <laughs> There it is, Danny. What's it going to be? Oh, my goodness. Wow. Again. Wow. Great song. Yeah. Awesome. And 
Sticking with Cuts Like a Knife, this is my number 15 choice. <laughs> Cuts like a knife. Love that song. The only one. That's my number fifteen. Wow! Wow! I'm impressed, my friend. I'm impressed. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! That's a. Oh my goodness! Wowza! Yeah. All right. Um. Hmm. I probably won't. But my. I probably won't top your number fifteen here because, again, our tastes are different where we rank things but here's this this song oh my goodness um probably more because of you know the the beat and the beat and everything like that um but uh wow all right um yeah here we go this is from reckless And there it is from Reckless, Long Gone. Wow. That one I'm not familiar with. Cool. All right. You like your Reckless. I do. Well, I do too. We'll we'll find out later for sure. Oh, well, here's for for the first time in a while now, here's a, uh, well, besides the one that we had um, a repeat on, this is a repeat, but I ranked it a bit higher for me, so... As you had said earlier, Lonely Nights, and that was his first chart position in the United States. It made it to number 84 on the singles chart. 
Um, and like you said, it really opened the doors in United States of America for him. Um, and it's just, it's a classic track that you can't leave off. I don't think. Definitely. I agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Totally. All right. My number 15, um, again, here's another, here's another track from Four, cuts like a knife. 14, 14, 14. Oops. Okay. 14. My bad. All right. Again, cuts like a knife. See, I'm getting too excited. <laughs> Brian Adams just has me all flustered <laughs> right now. So, all right. Here's again, another track from cuts like a knife. Then lonely days turn to endless nights The best was yet to come How are you to know That you would be the lucky one And it's funny how time flies When the best is yet to come and there it is, one of his earlier ballads, The Best Was Yet to Come. Oh, another one that I was thinking about a lot. I do love that song. Wow. Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm switching to a few more tracks that are from his last album that I did include. Um, again, partially due because I was just definitely more familiar with some of these songs now being actual, you know, radio hits and top 40 hits and stuff. So, you know, sue me, whatever, but that's just what I, that's my, <laughs> <laughs> that's my experience. You know, this, as far as it goes with this artist. And um, so, you know, I can't help it, but the songs that I heard more and more that you sort of grow to love. And, you know, I guess I became a, a victim of love. <laughs> That was Victim of Love. It made it to number 32 on the charts from Into the Fire. That's my number 13. Wow. Wow. I'm just wowed. Why? Because I, I uh, uh, it's just, it's just a fantastic, it's just a fantastic, beautiful song. Oh, I mean, yeah. oh, oh my Lord. Yeah. And, but, and again, I mean, I really don't remember Victim of Love being played a lot on the air. I really don't. You don't okay. No, well, I, I, right. I seriously. It probably wasn't. I mean, if it only made it to number thirty-two, it makes sense that it it wasn't you know played probably a lot. Um, but I do remember for some reason. So I don't know. It just caught me. But yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, we, we may. I'm sure we may be talking about that a little later. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh -huh. here's my number thirteen, which I know. Um, you probably don't have this in your ranking. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. <laughs>
And if that doesn't make me want to go out and run five miles right now, I don't know what will. Oh my lord, the guitar riff, the everything. Oh, I know, I know you're not the hard rocker, but uh, yeah, Brian Adams. He just cranked it out on that tune. <laughs> 13 for me. Kids want to rock. Oh, if Danny. I was doing the I'm... top 30, I would have I would have included. I, I recognize its importance in the Bastion of Brian. Um, but yeah, just not my cup of tea. That's the only thing. But yeah, it's I sure. And, and again, I, I mean, that's that's why we do that's that's why we do these lists. But yeah, um, you know, you definitely you, you somewhere like you said if if we had a bigger list it had to make it somewhere oh yeah i respect it for what it definitely it's importance for sure yeah definitely awesome all right my number 12 is a yet another track from into the fire Number 26 made it on the charts. Hearts on fire from Into the Fire. Oh. 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 We'll talk. Anyway. All right. The My next three, starting at my number 12, um, comes, from, yeah, comes from Into the Fire. So here's my number 12. And there it is, number my number twelve, victim of love. Well, you're only one different uh, notch apart on that one. Yes, exactly. Interesting, cool, nice. All right, great song. Um, so this is the first for me for Reckless that I've had a song so far. So, I mean, I'm putting all my Reckless songs in the top eleven because of how incredibly said that the music was in the album and everything else. Um, this is my number eleven. <laughs> play just a little bit because i know you'll be playing and i'm sure i would think so so um we know that duet with tina turner um i love to hear her too so Ugh. i'll let you but i mean 
because it's a duet with it's on his album and it's also on his anthology um it did make it to number 15 on the charts um and that's it was a great pairing of those two on stage together and it's only love baby it's great number 11 oh fantastic fantastic all right here comes my number 11 again this is from into the fire and um it may not be one that you may remember dan but you may remember it but it may be one that maybe never you would never think of or actually maybe maybe put it in an extended list And there it is, my number 11, Heat of the Night from Into the Fire. Mm. Okay. What? <laughs> I'm, oh, I can't say anything right now. Okay. <laughs> it's a good thing, though. Um, so, I don't know if you included this song, my, my number 10 song, um, but I had to because... It, there's no denying its importance, its lasting effect, um, and well, I'll, I, I, oh my god, I just love this song, and I'll talk more about it once I play a little bit. Okay, from the '80s, love this. <laughs> Wow. Oh my goodness. I listen, before you get on to talk about your about that, that's definitely making and uh, I'm just going to let the cat out of the bag for everyone. We are doing a holiday theme at 
the end of December, toward the end of December. And that's definitely one that's going to be on my charts. Oh my goodness. That's a heart melter of a song mm. for Christmas. Yeah. I thought the same thing too. And I'm definitely putting on my holiday chart as well, but I, I felt it couldn't be denied because it was from the eighties when it was first uh, created when he sang it. And if there, I mean, if there isn't a song that just gets you in the spirit and that song. Absolutely. You know, Oh my gosh. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool that you put it on the on your charts though now. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I figured it we it doesn't have to be a non-holiday song. I mean, it was from the 80s and it was they started playing in the 80s and I remember just every year you want to hear that because it gets you in the spirit. Um and I just wanted to say that uh, a little bit about it because I didn't realize that there wasn't a music video shot for it until last December. He shot a video for it December 10, 2019 on YouTube. Wow. So I was able to just check it out because I didn't know that. Um, and it's, you know, over 30 years it's been re first recorded. It still receives obviously significant radio airplay every year at Christmas time. Yes, absolutely. I mean, there's just no Christmas without hearing that song. No. Oh, you're, abs oh, you're absolutely right. But he didn't put on any album or anything. It was in interesting because it was listed as a bonus track to Cuts Like a Knife on his website, but there's no official version of the album with that song on it. And it's been absent pretty much from any of his official releases. Sure. Well, the yep. B side to that was Reggae Christmas. Was it oh. song you did with that? Yeah, it's on a bunch of Christmas compilations, of course, like a Canadian Christmas, Christmas number one hits, very best of rock Christmas, and so on. Um, but interesting, a lot of times an artist will like eventually put it on one of their like expanded or remastered right. albums. Yes. Yep. Like I said, even though it mentioned it was on Cuts Like a Knife on his website as a bonus track, there may have been an unofficial release of it or something, but it's nothing official. Right. But again, it just it just moves me so much I had to include it. So Oh man, that's so cool. It's a that's it is a great Christmas song. Very great Christmas song. Oh, glad you agree, yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh man. All right. All right, here's my here's my number ten. Number 10, Hearts on Fire. Oh. That's my number 12. Wow. We, yes. Wow. Uh, oh, and that's why I said we talk about it a little later. Um, Jeepers. I, I mean, what can I say? Uh, again, uh, you know, I, I know we joke around and we, you know, about my romantic side and everything. That's definitely one when I listen to that. Like, seriously, when I was younger and I was just. Ah, so driven to to ask a girl out. That would have been like my that would have been like my John Cusack moment of you know putting the <laughs> you know putting the stereo on. So forget about Gabriel. The Hearts on Fire would have been the song that I would have romanticized a girl to because just you know ah the opening lyric. Come on, it's a winner right there. Like it sums everything up that I want to that I'd wanted to tell a girl back in the eighties about about going out and stuff. You know, it's just wow. So ugh, 
yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. They should, yeah, they should make a new a movie, a version of say anything with with you with me with me holding hearts on fire with the big boombox. <laughs> like, but it, but we could we could we could turn it to this year to the current trend of me holding like an MP3 player with a Bluetooth uh-huh. speaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! All right. <laughs> oh my. All right, moving on. Let's go on here. Um. <laughs> My number nine is my third of five cuts like a knife tracks. So here it is. This I'm sure it's high up for you. I I just couldn't believe it was for me. I remember hearing that a lot, I think, but it only made it to number 24 on the charts. I'm like, what the heck? It didn't even make the top 20, but it's a rock and jam that I think he's pretty well known for. I think absolutely, you know, absolutely. So I put this time at my number nine. So and, and I think the I, I really think that song got more black and white video play on MTV than I remember hearing it on the radio. I remember seeing this video more on MTV and hearing the song on MTV more than I heard it on the radio. Seriously. I, 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 that's just my, that's just my opinion, but I definitely remember the video that and the video from cuts like a knife. I was just like, Oh yeah. Hmm. Yep. Yep. Well, Guess you weren't listening to the right radio stations. Anyway, oh. guess not. <laughs> oh well. I'm kidding. <laughs> too bad. Too bad. So sad. Wah, wah. All right. <laughs> All right. Here's my number nine. Reckless. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. 
it's only love between his guitar playing and then when they get together and harmonize. Oh, 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 oh complete serendipity right there. That's, when you hear them. Oh, see, I, oh. I disagree with, um, not disagree, but like, I think for me, it's the opposite. For that song, that's the song for me that I don't remember hearing on the radio much, but I it's more about the video. It was always me too. I, no, I, I'll, I definitely another song, not hearing a lot of it on the radio, always watching the video. And if it's like almost of them being live in concert, yeah, when they yeah. come, you know, when they come out, because you know, it's it's weird because when you think of the video, there's actually crowd noise in it, like of them applauding or like going crazy when Tina comes out mm -hmm. to, to do her part and everything like that. But then when you listen to it on your on reckless, you're like, where's the crowd noise? How come there's no, how come there's no applause? Well, there's no screaming. What's going on? Here? That, but yes, but Oh yeah, no, totally agree. The video. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Good song. All right. So, Number eight for me, it's actually, now that I'm looking at my songs, this is the first song on my ranking for a top 10 hit of Brian Adams. So this, this, is, this actually was his first top 10 hit in the United States, and it made it to number 10. <laughs> That's a good old Kevin Sappy one, I'm sure, for his love. Absolutely, it is. Oh, yes. Love Lorne, love life. Straight from the heart. Beautiful, beautiful ballad. Like I said, his first top 10 American hit. I put it my number eight. So, All right. Well, here's my coming in at number eight. Again, um, another reckless tune. And there it was from the summer of 69, my number eight. Oh, all right. I'm sure you're going to have a lot to talk about my number seven when you hit it. Um, and, well, well, we'll talk about it. I'm sorry, all right. So. <laughs>
<laughs> I know you're gonna have a lot to say about that song. Um, so I'll just say a little bit and I'll let you say it later. Um, but it was his only number one hit of the 80s of, of Brian Adams. And it's a gorgeous song. And I know you're gonna have lots of good to say about it, I'm sure. And I do love it. Um, they're just reasons why I couldn't put it any higher than I did. Um, but we'll talk about it later, I'm sure. I'll leave it at that. So, but that's heaven. There it is, my number seven, no heaven. Way. way, number seven, way. heaven, number seven, heaven. seven, for both of them, heaven for seven, seven for heaven. I really thought you were going to put that a lot higher. I actually thought no, number one. um, you're right. I mean, it was his only number one of the '80s. It was a beautiful song. Um, you know, go ahead, tell us, tell us, we know. Okay. Anyway, um, first of first of all. This was Dan and I's. This was our prom song. We heard we, this was this was our song for our prom in back in 1986. Our senior prom, yes. Our senior prom, 1986. This was our that was our that was our prom song. Um, <laughs> again, like you said, a beautiful song, but not for me. The typical lyrics of listening to other Brian Adams earlier song about fighting for a girl or showing the girl that you're the right one. It's more of just, you know, to me, it's more of things that are like, they're already locked together mm -hmm. and he's just like sewed everything up. I mean, to me only because in my life, Dan, I think that I was always the underdog when it came to relationships or, or starting a relationship with a girl. So I look more to his songs of, strength and and fighting and Struggle. being the un underdog and Struggle. you know coming yeah. co coming through Struggle. and the absolutely struggle. struggle damn right struggle yeah um, i get it you know uh but you know i mean as beautiful as the song and number one heaven was it was just yeah it was okay i mean it was it's it's a song that you would play to a girl that you had you know or or whoever you were in a with at the time in a relationship of something that was strong already and and something that was you know that was that that was lasting and, and I, you know i get it but to me for uh, you know to me the brian adams songs that really gave me that gut punch were the ones that were the underdog the ones the struggle the making it real trying to prove to that person that I am the one and that if you're with me, you're not going to go wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. So I hear you. We... And I agree with you totally. And I, mine's a little bit different situation as we know, but um, 
to me, it's, yeah, exactly what you said about, like, these two people are already just so in love with each other and together and established. And so if you were a couple in our high school that had already been together for a long time. Yes, uh, exactly. You know, correct. It meant, you know? sure it was special for them and it was beautiful, um, but it's a personal thing. And for me, yeah, it was like two to perfection and too sappy perfection that didn't fit my life at all. Correct. At Absolutely. And like that, that would me seriously, this song back in the eighties, like that when it came out and stuff. It, and again, and I'm sure it, it had to be, it, it, it had to be the first dance song for a lot of couples that got married yeah. because again, it just speaks, it, it speaks to an, it, to me, heaven spoke to an, to an older version of people who were married mm -hmm. or starting out a marriage you know, or, or in in a in a longer term relationship that just kind of summed, you know, summed everything up yeah. for me as a senior in high school. It was just like, OK, yeah, I, you know, I, I get it. I, I you know, it's it's a beautiful song, but it just doesn't fit me right now where I'm going. Right. I agree. And, but I, but with that said, we both still put it up in number seven because it is a gorgeously constructed Correct. song. Absolutely. Gorgeous. Yep. The lyrics. Yep. And the, the, everything about it is a, is really a pretty song for sure. Totally, yeah. totally. Wow, we agreed on that one too. Wow. All right. How about it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm next here. I have my number six song, um, and oh well, how you doubt me, Mister Mister. <laughs> <laughs> You, <laughs> I love that song, and you know me awesome. because the drums. There's when it's uh. more heavy with drums. There's guitar, of course, too. But the drum in that. Oh, I just love that the rhythm of that song and the beat and the message behind it. It's so awesome. powerful. It's it's so driven. I love it. Awesome. That was, and I wanted to say that made it to number six on the charts, and it was my number six. So after. Um, Straight from the heart, it was his second biggest hit so far on the charts. So awesome, awesome, love it, <laughs> love it. So, all right, my number six. Now we go a little bit back to him, him spelling it out, and this would be a song of me spelling it out as well. So, here it is. <laughs> Black and white, and the winners are losers. 
And there it is, my number six. Everybody needs somebody, Dan. Somebody. Oh, I do, somebody. All right. <laughs> Love it. We're getting into the nitty-gritty or top five now. We are. Here we go. Well, I ranked this a little bit higher than you did, um, and it was the second highest charting hit from Reckless. <laughs> There's no question that that's one of his anthemic popular hits. Absolutely. And I have to say this when you played it earlier, and I, I, I thought about this many times. You know what that song, it, to me, it's it's very Jack and Diane-esque. Absolutely. Right? Yes, sir. It has that, like, bring you back to high school feeling, Yep. you know, with somebody that you liked. And it just, it, it reminds that Americana that, that John Cougar Mellencamp brought with Jack and Diane, it, it brings to that same kind of feeling. Absolutely. I agree. Cool. All right. Summer 69. That's my number five. Awesome. All right. My number, my number five was probably one that I played over and over and over again, again, from my favorite album cuts like a knife. And um, when you hear the intro, you're going to know exactly where we're going. I could start dreaming, but it never ends. As long as you're gone, we may as well pretend I've been dreaming. Straight from the heart. You say it's easy, but who's to say that we'd be just melts me <laughs> just melts me down oh wow beautiful just, oh beautiful love it especially the intro the piano the whole oh ah. all right i'm done <laughs> that's interesting because you would think like i'm looking at my songs and i'm not consciously thinking of this when i'm ranking them but um for some reason even though i'm not a heavy rock guy like we talked about I, I tend to favor 
I guess the songs are a little more rocking than the, the ballady songs. It's interesting. I never thought about myself like that. There you go. You know, uh, you know what? I think, though, the rockety songs, the rockety songs for you don't have like the pure hard rock of an ACDC oh, or no. Poison no, or no, no, no. that type of rock. You know, it's kind of like not a soft rock, but like an intermediate like rock pop yeah, type yeah, thing. Pop. So I, I think I think that's what does it for you with Brian. And that's the kind of that's the kind of rocker he was. Yeah, for sure. And I'm looking now, that was my I think my top four songs now are all like that. Um whereas, you know, like I said, I put straight from the heart in heaven a little a little higher up. Um beautiful songs, but for some reason it's those pop rock songs that get me the most, I guess. So yeah. Gotcha. And it's no no exception because my number four, which is it's interesting because now I'm looking at the songs too. I it's pretty I think you and I are going to have three of the same top four songs. We'll see. Not in the same positions necessarily, but we they're both our top three three songs are going to be the top four for both of us. So, I'm sure this is one of them. <laughs> Can always get me with a na 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 in a song too. That just the, <laughs> when they do the na na na's with the guitar and the lead singer doing oh, and that was my highest charting track from that album, Cuts Like a Knife. That's it made it to number fifteen, and I thought it deserved to be higher. It was a great song, my number four. Oh, unbelievable! Great tune. All right, sticking with the album, Cuts Like a Knife. Um, here's another one for me. At my number four, and again, um, for me, uh, a definite. Uh, this is a. This would be a definite song, not with the boombox, but just like going at somebody with it, uh, going at a girl with this one. Take a few 
But she turns and slowly walks away What do I have to do? Hey, turn up your radio And there it is, my number four, this time, from Cuts Like a Knife. Wow. We have a lot of songs the same in the top ten. <laughs> yes, we do. That was my number nine. I just realized, though, it looks like we're going to have the same top two songs. Or no, no, we're, two of our songs are still coming up. I'm almost positive. But my higher up one, you played this a little earlier. I don't think you played this one yet. So um, this is going to be in your top three. So I know it. It has to be. If not, I would just, I would be totally shocked. But um, that was the number six hit, and I was forgot to mention that my top three songs are all from Reckless. So, like, like we talked about earlier, how much I'm that album was just so incredible. Um, that's my number three run to you from Reckless. <laughs> agree on that too oh absolutely there it is number three run to you and again you know it's funny because when you listen to the song it's 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 a dark song about being in a relationship but having somebody else that you're gonna run to because that gets that for him it was his escape from um the one person that he was with and and he, he was running to somebody else and ah, and do you remember the video like oh, yeah. the snowfall yep. and everything mm-hmm. oh yep. man yeah just class oh i love stuff. it i have a feeling you're you you have a shocker in there as number one like you 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 did this just to be like oh i'm mr brian adams fan i'm gonna pick a song that's like so obscure from one of the albums that nobody knows it's gonna be my number one no yes no okay we'll see we will all right because <laughs> i'm just giving you grief but i you know me i know <laughs> i thought you were gonna pull one of those like and which is perfectly fine you have a favorite track that i would probably not even be familiar with 
is your number one song. It's very possible. Um, no. It's not You mean I'm familiar with it? You're very familiar with oh. it, yes. All right. Well, we're down to top two. And I, you already played this one, but I put it up obviously a bit higher for myself. Um, I think it's another just driving Brian classic for sure. <laughs> That one, you didn't talk much about that one as far as the the message with that one. That resonated with me big time because you know the message, right? I mean. Go ahead. Well, the idea of you needing somebody, somebody like you and like not having that person and you're sort of from a distance, sort of you're yes. sort of liking that yep. person. But um, yeah, so that one resonated very, very strongly with me. That's why I put my uh, number two as somebody. Yeah. Gotcha. I understand. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. My number two, I know, is your number one. So here's here's my number two. You want to play games? We'll play games. I know the game. Here you go. Here's my number two. And it's going to be your number one. So la-ti-da. Here you go. Ah. And there you go, my number two, one night love affair. And I could I could have left it go on a little longer because the next stanza was really a uh, that the the next the next stanza was really a, a gut puncher. But I'm just gonna let it at that. But there's my number two from Reckless, one night love affair, which.
as heaven steals my blind light and my <laughs> and my number one song. Number one. I knew it. Ugh. Thanks a lot, buddy. Oh, you're welcome, buddy. Stealing. I have to me. I have to get one over you every now and then. Come on. That's true. It doesn't happen often, but um, oh, oh so, okay. <laughs> my number and let we have to talk about it because yeah, that's my number one for sure. And I don't know if you knew know this, but do you remember a video for this? Vaguely. No. I do remember a video, but vaguely. Well then get uh-huh. It's the only single taken from Reckless with no music video among the six that were officially released between 1984 and 86. Really? No video. That's be my number one song. There's no video for it. Oh, Um, my goodness. Why am I thinking that there was a video? Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. I'm Um, thinking of something else. I must be thinking of Run to You then because I swear I thought there was a video. All right. This was the fifth single released from Reckless. And... Um, it did make it to number 13, so it does go to show it's not just about the numbers because the, I, there's just something about the song, the way it rocks, the drums, the, the everything about it. I just It's so catchy, and it is one of his most recognizable popular songs in North America, um, and, of course, it's on Anthology. And obviously, it's, if you know the message, it's about a one-night stand, and it's interesting because it's like, if you listen to lyrics like you were saying about, you know, it's describing the encounter um, and and the, and the parting of these two protagonists that are in a one night stand together, um, but it's really suggesting that there's deeper feelings there for each other. Yep. Um, yeah. So it's just a, it's such a secret message, but a neat song and the drums and everything about it. And it's just a, a, to me, it's a perfect pop song. That's why it's my number one. So there you go. Fantastic. So do you have my number one now? You know what? I'm a little bit. Because I think you're lying to me. Really? Unless you're not. But I'm trying to remember which song did I play that you didn't play yet. And I'm not. Well, here it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there it is, my numero uno, cuts like a knife. Unbelievable. Played that 
played that song over and over and over and over and over again until my ears bled. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. That was my number four, and it's such a great song. You know what's funny? I just looked this up because I swear to you, I did not look this. I did not see this before. Do you remember the comment I made about the song when I played it? I said the na 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 chorus. Yes. Get this. There's a long tradition in pop music of songs that employ na 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 choruses. Hey Jude by the Beatles. Na na hey hey kiss him goodbye by Steam. Love and touch and squeeze him by Journey. And more recently, Trops of Jupiter by Train. Um, Brian Adams and Balance tapped into that tradition for those choruses of Cuts Like a Knife. Nice. I did not know that. I, I, I just I wanted to look up Cuts Like a Knife itself as a song, and that was mentioned there. Um, but yeah, the na-na-na gets me. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. Wow. So interesting. A lot of our top tens were, were, in, were the in, same. Yes, correct. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Amazing. Totally amazing. And my number one is your number two. That's pretty. Yep. Wow. How about it? How uh, about it? All right. Well, there you go. I had, I had a lot of fun with this with Brian Adams for sure. Definitely. Oh, definitely. So, oh, what a great show. Great artist. Great show. Um, I'm glad I'm glad we were able to come together and and and, and take him on our uh, as our spotlight artist. Uh, yeah. Just amazing. Great show. Pleasure, ple pleasure doing business with you again, Dan. Same here. <laughs> All right. Um, why don't you let the listening audience know what we got coming up for next week? Ooh, well, yeah. This was another Kevin um, original. I will give you credit. He's like, why don't we do a show where, you know, how some songs, there's just something about a lyric or certain lyrics of a song that just grab you and, and capture you and entice you and whatever make you feel something incredible or different or whatever so we said i said yeah let's do a show which we hope to continue doing um versions of this show because there'll be plenty to choose from i'm assuming of favorite lines and lyrics from certain songs from the 80s and we're both going to start giving you some of our favorite lyric lines from songs can't wait oh my goodness yeah it's gonna be awesome and there may be I mean, there, there, there may be a, a song or two or ten from this list that um, we, we see in maybe, well, one, definitely next week. And then, you know, other weeks that we do this, um, you know, in, in other shows as well. So uh, going to be interesting because, ladies and gentlemen, we are, we are not repeating the same, like, artist um, in our podcast we're gonna pick we're gonna pick one you know whatever and and just only do like maybe one if we have five songs from an artist we're not gonna do all five next week we're gonna you know pick one and then save another for another time so on and so forth so yeah so dan there may be a few from uh this past list that you know you'll see later on all right awesome all right awesome well dan great podcast as always uh, i hope everybody out there listening enjoyed it today um hey have an enjoyable weekend dan enjoy the your last day of freedom before uh back to school tomorrow mm -hmm. thank you well you're welcome oh because guess who's off tomorrow na 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 that's the one and i don't like okay na, na. see there you go now see me being off tomorrow is cutting you like a knife na 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 <laughs> No, no. You need huh. to quit, quit being so reckless, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh.
Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> All righty. Well, Dan, have an enjoyable Sunday. It was a great job, and uh, I look forward to next week. Same here. Take care.